who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Some of you may think a podcast about representation, it's not for me. But if you're a human being, then the podcast Reppin is for you because we all represent something as people. So are you interested in knowing what you have in common with your favorite actors to best-selling authors and leaders in different genres? On Reppin, you'll meet notable people you think you know, You'll see what they show up for, and you'll see what they represent. It's an insightful, feel-good show, hosted by me, Evelyn. So come and take a listen. Reppin is available wherever you get your podcasts. I wanted to say that doing it with women mm-hmm. was yeah. really special. Oh, yeah. Um, well, one, like, I... Um, you don't have to convince us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. It was, you could apply that to anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's always the case. But I was like, I dating, def- sex, a crime spree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that may or may not have been born out of queer Laverne and Shirley fanfiction. I'm Carolyn Bergier. <laughs> I'm Sarah York. And today we're diking out with Nicole Pasquale about summer. Uh, Nicole is an actor, writer, producer, and comedian who hosts Woke as Fuck, a mind-opening variety show at UCB. Welcome, Nicole. Hey. We are happy to have you here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. I know. This is this feels good. I'm stretching. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's the morning. You need you need a good stretch. <laughs> yeah. Every morning when I get out of bed, it's usually like in a panic that I'm running yeah. a lot later than I thought. And lately, uh, my wife, the first thing she says is, Did you stretch? <laughs> oh, that's it's really cute. <laughs> that's adorable. Make sure I'm so like cute. all stretched out. Yeah. That's so and I'm like, I'm like, no, I didn't stretch, but she, she's like half asleep and kind of rolls over and she's like, Did you stretch? Oh my God. That's, that's so really sweet. sweet. <laughs> I don't know. That really warms my heart. That really warms my heart yeah. too, for I, sure. Yeah. She's the best. <laughs> she is the best. <laughs> now I'm going to stretch. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I'm just going to set a little alarm on my phone that says, did you stretch? And it won't be anywhere near as charming as that story. <laughs> you just throw your phone. And I'm like, yeah. shut up, phone. Yeah, Don't yeah. judge me. Uh, <laughs> I get out of bed like, it takes me like a solid, it's like a 20-minute process. Yeah. Like I have to start moving my limbs and like, I'm like 
uh, I just I kind of sort of creep out of bed. Like it's 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 actually not that fun to watch because it's painful. You can see how much pain I'm in. So I'm like, mm, what hurts today? Yeah. Oh, today's lower back. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be an all day thing. Cool. <laughs> yeah, my body feels super tight. I actually spent last night. It was a Saturday night by myself reading on my kitchen floor on a back roller. Like, oh yeah, or like a what is it? Like a, a the lumbar roller. A foam roller. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are intense. I had a big glass of wine, a little bit of weed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, and I just rolled on that thing. That's yeah. great. Hot plans. <laughs> what a yeah. sweet night. Yeah, it was. It was great. I love it. Oh man, that that was sort of my night minus the the roller, right. the foam roller. I need a foam roller, and then I uh, need one of those. I, I used one once, and it was like painful, but mm-hmm. in like a good way. Oh yeah, I liked the pain. It was awesome. Me yeah. too. I like getting uh, like a massage that hurts a lot. Yeah, oh my I've God. actually never had a professional yes. massage in my life. <sighs> I'm I don't know why. I just like I'm so weirded out by the idea of a stranger mm-hmm. doing that. You know what I mean? Like. And it's it will just, get weird. Like they will yeah. touch your butt and you're just like, oh my God, I didn't, but I didn't know. I didn't want it to be touched there. Like, yeah. like that. And like to cry. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I want you to grab my butt so hard. I, <laughs> I cry. cry. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want one. I just, just kind of freaks me out a little bit. Cause then I'm like, do I get like a woman or a man? Like which, cause the man would have like probably like stronger hands, right? Mm. And really be able to get in there. But I don't want a guy touching me ever in my life. Yeah, just someone strong. Someone just like, they do they just have to have strength in them. My mom's friend used to massage me. <laughs> like, my mom's so my friend mom, used so to like, massage me too. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and she's like known in our community, like in the Thai community where I grew up to be like the best one. Yeah. So I was used to just like a strong Thai woman massaging me. <laughs> my mom's That's- friend was like this like Dutch woman who was very solid, like very solid. I don't know why I'm imagining so. the trunch bowl from Matilda. It's a big Dutch woman. <laughs> Pretty close, much. Close. Yeah. That's nice. That yeah. sounds like a good massage. Yeah, it was. Uh, oh my God. Um, oh, before I forget, I watched the trailer for Lizzie. Yes. Hot. It's hot. I it's told be you. Hot. I like, told you. I know. And I don't think, I don't know why I didn't believe you. Have you seen it yet? The no, trailer no, for, no. they're making a Lizzie Borden movie. Okay. And it's, it's uh, Chloe, Chloe Sevigny and Kristen Stewart. And they're like, they like hook up. Like, obvious. Like, they like, mm-hmm. there's sexual tension and whatnot in the trailer. The whole trailer is just about. Oh, it's going to be so murdery like, and sexy. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah. When does it, it come out? For, uh, this, this fall. fall. September. Okay. Yeah. I don't know I anything got, about movies right now. <sighs> I got live movie pass, uh, as our listeners know, <laughs> and and despite the the drama and the emotional roller coaster of being a uh, movie pass customer, <laughs> it's great because I I used to work in a movie theater as a teenager, so like movies used to be just like my life. Yeah. Just ev- any time I had, I would see movies, mm-hmm. and then you become a young adult and movies are really expensive and you move to New York city and then they're twice as expensive yeah. and then you never go anymore. So movie pass has like allowed me to finally see things in theaters and yeah, the Lizzie preview, I was freaking out and had like chills and like was yeah barely able to be contained in my seat <laughs> and I've watched it multiple times since and yeah. I've also encouraged other people to watch it. Yeah. I'm sure I, like, listeners are fired off. Oh yeah, YouTube it's gonna way. be the first thing I do. Actually, after this, I have to see this. Yeah, the chemistry between the two of them—it's uh, like it's good. In the yeah. trailer, it's like palpable. Yeah, which I never have thought. Kristen Stewart—I don't know. She's never been like one of my favorite actors. I've just never no. really gotten into mm-hmm. anything. Ever I since I saw her in that suit at Cannes, though. Oh, that's different. Mm-hmm. That yeah, she's very hot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for yeah. sure. 
Um, yeah, you're going to love this trailer. It's amazing. Oh, great. <laughs> We're probably going to have a specific episode for this movie when it comes out. Probably. I need to find somebody who was involved in it. Maybe Chloe Seveny. Yeah, right? Yeah. You She's in New York. We could do it. Yeah. I um, saw her, I think I talked about, I saw her in a play called Downtown Race Riot um, earlier this year, and the stage was like very close to the audience, so we were second row and she was literally maybe 10 feet at most mm-hmm. away from us for like the first half of the, the play amazing. and I was just like in this trance and I've never been the same since honestly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's always fun um, yeah. movies are great for the summer right? you know, yeah that is a good idea because you're in an, a room that is blasted with AC mm-hmm. yes to the Hopefully. point where you're like shivering in the movie oh, yeah I love it mm-hmm. yeah I haven't been to a movie in since I saw Black Panther in theaters, oh, which was in February, I what was the Charlize Theron one, the mom one? I saw that, that a- Atomic oh. Blonde. No, 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 the one where she has like a Written. helper. Oh, the name of the movie is Tully. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How was it? I was there. wondering how was that good. was. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a interesting sex scene in there too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <gasps> is it between the mom and the babysitter? Oh, my God. That's my eyebrows raising up. Did you hear that, folks? Hold on. (laughs) Why didn't... Listeners, if any of you saw this and didn't DM us about it, what the hell? Um, But I'm a dum-dum, and I canceled on Movie Pass last week, because I don't know. I just was like, we're not doing this anymore, right? And then I was like, wait. I jumped shipped a little too early. I I was dumb. I don't know why I did that. I mean, yeah, until it becomes like... Completely unusable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride this. Yeah. Oh yeah. This car till it goes off the cliff. Uh, I a couple other things I want to talk about before mm-hmm. we like go full throttle into summer. Mm-hmm. Lena Waithe's haircut. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> She's so amazing. I'm obsessed with her. Lena Waithe got a haircut. She cut off all her hair and she got cut this off her braids, like, and now she's got this like sexy like fade, fade with like a really cool. Ooh. Oh shape. yeah, I did she's see that. Almost completely yes. bald. She's did, got like a yeah, little bit yeah, of hair yeah, on yeah. top with a really sick fade. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she looks great. Somebody asked her about the haircut on the red carpet, mm-hmm. and she got like vulnerable and opened up and said that you know she felt like she was holding on to her hair as like this last piece of femininity to be acceptable as mm-hmm. a woman in the society and uh then she felt like she no longer needed that yeah and wanted mm-hmm. to be like true to herself and she looks amazing she looks amazing yeah. yeah and for her to speak about just like acceptance and even still you know you have someone who was just like this confident queer woman mm-hmm. who you felt like was already being a hundred percent and then she's like no it's like this you know, journey and I mm-hmm. yeah. like still realized that I was holding on to this thing and now I don't have it. And like, I look fly as fuck and yeah. Yeah. Uh, owning yeah, it. That was very like relatable because I, when I cut, I cut most like when I was, um, about 26, I think I cut like 10 inches of my hair off mm-hmm. and that was like a big part of, that was like the first step in like fully like discovering the aesthetic that made me comfortable. Yeah. And I cannot imagine how I, not done that like that was such yeah. a big hair has a lot of power and actually yeah. like for me we were just talking about this I recently came out and I also at the same time chopped a big like a foot of hair yeah at the same exact time yeah but also because they like, force you to right yeah, you oh, yeah they force they're me like, they're like to a hairdresser yeah, yeah. Like, take it off I can't, I can't give yeah. you a pixie unless you come out yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like it was like yeah, it, it, like it really yeah there was someone who was saying that um, <laughs> um 
But it was definitely just like, I know that short hair is where I've always felt the most comfortable. And that is who I am. Like when I see myself in my head, I see myself with very short hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) That's great. It it is. It's such a big, a big part of that. And I like was delighted to hear her response and to see her. And because at first I was like, wait, is that, is that Lena? Because it, it it changed like her entire look really. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, I've seen her in person before and she's very tall, but like, Now she, I I thought she almost looked like not as tall anymore. I don't know. There was something about her that was mm-hmm. like fundamentally different, but like real great. Yeah. And, uh, and that's cool. And it's like in, you know, doing something like that just shows you like you, like she is on top of the world right now. I mean, she's everywhere. She's, yeah. her name is like on every, you know, she's on producer on every show coming out. She's like, she's making it. But even at that point, there's still things that people feel like they have to hold on to, even though they're like ruling the world. Yeah. And it's, that's a big thing. It's a big deal. So I'm very, very happy for her. Sort of related to that. I guess I'll get into this. I have a story ish of, um, that involves men's haircuts Mm -hmm. or like, and short haircuts. Mm -hmm. So when I was a, teenager and on the internet and realizing that I was gay and being like up in the queer what a time to be alive that chat was. Forums, yeah. right <laughs> uh there was this other girl that I was talking to for a while and she lived I think in maybe Idaho or something like that and um, this is all very on brand so far. Right. Like young teens on the young gays on the internet. <laughs> yeah. So we would talk on AOL Instant Messenger pretty regularly, and she felt like very alone, obviously being mm-hmm. in, in Idaho, especially. And um, where maybe at this point might have been around when I was having my first girlfriend mm-hmm. or, or something like that. So I was more like telling her like what it was like to actually get to yeah. be gay and all that stuff. And, um, like at one point I remember I bought a calling card so I could call her long distance and we could talk on the phone to like, it's real verify. I know Mm -hmm. (laughs) really dating myself here. Mm -hmm. So I had to get a calling card (laughs) and, um, she sent me a picture of herself Mm -hmm. and she was like very beautiful. And I was like. I, I kind of didn't believe it at first because, mm-hmm. you know, it was like the internet. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is really what this person looks like because I've never seen a lesbian who looks like this before. Like she looked uh, very quote unquote straight mm-hmm. uh, for, for what it's worth. And, um, and at the time I'm like this insecure teenager. So I sent a picture that I found on like a, photographer's website of like senior portraits that I thought was like a more attractive version of me. So it was like, <laughs> you know, strawberry blonde hair and light, like similar skin tone. Did you send her this picture like in the mail? No, like, no, no, like, no, no, no. Be, I, I oh, like okay. I emailed her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. No, like, I didn't like, like print, print a picture on know. an inkjet printer <laughs> yeah. and cut it out. One of your 16 copies that you yeah. got. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this, so I sent her a picture of, of somebody else. And oh and I God. felt really Aww. bad about that. And then kind of, you know, went off to college, stopped talking, right. whatever. And um, then she, like when Facebook came around, reached out to me and was like, hey, are you the same person oh from... And <laughs> I, I'm going to bring around how this all ties <laughs> okay. back to men's haircuts. So she was like, are you... 
are you the same person? And at the time I was dating someone who was like super jealous of like everything and like immediately like felt a lot of guilt that I'm like, no, I can't be talking to this woman again, oh even though God. like nothing ever happened, but you know, <laughs> it was like teenage feelings, right, whatever. Right. And so I was like, yep, that's me. Bye. And then also remembering that I sent her a picture that wasn't me, but now she found me on Facebook. So obviously she's going to like, no, but then. Put two and two together. Yeah. But again, it wasn't like that different. Like I picked someone who sort of looked like me, but Mm -hmm. I just felt that she was more aesthetically pleasing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I was like, ah, um, and shut that down. And then I thought of her recently and because of like seeing Cameron post and thinking about, you know, my time as a young Mm -hmm. gay lady figuring things (laughs) out. And I was like, oh my gosh, that person, like, I wonder what they're up to. So I Googled her and she's like this badass, like award-winning hairdresser that does like all this editorial stuff and does haircuts for like a lot of queer women and men. And I was like, Oh, finally got out of Idaho, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> still in the Midwest. Okay. Right yeah. on. But, uh, not, not Idaho, but I was like, oh, she'd make a great podcast guest. Oh my God. Oh, fun. So did we'll you, see what happens. We need, that needs to happen. I sent a message. She might be oh, you did? right now. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is live. I, I don't know. know what we're, what we're yeah. I know how podcasts <laughs> yeah. work. Okay. We're live. There's an audience here. I know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh my God, I love that. That's great. Yeah, so I reached out to be like, oh, it would be kind of fun to have her yeah. be on the podcast. But I, I It would just, also be really fun if she would find in her email that photo that you sent her and we could put it on Instagram because I... Oh although my that God. would be like a random person we'd be putting I on I wish Instagram. I could find it. It was from my old email address, so I wouldn't be able to oh, pull yeah. it up. But I, I would love to find... Yeah. A pi- the picture I sent and then put that next to my senior picture. Right, right, then, right, right. Uh, That's fun. Yeah, that would be a good social, good social content to really Oh my God, being young and myself. having like those like weird like internet pen pal situations uh, with like another lesbian somewhere. That yeah. was such a fucking big mood and for me in like 2008, 2007. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still have a friend that I'm like in touch with that we've never actually met, but we're just like, we'll text every once in a while. Yeah. Because she was like an internet friend. It but she's like, she's like married and like she's, you know, yeah, she's living her, her best life. Mm-hmm. It was nice to have those people. It was nice to have just like a stranger that you felt like you could I mean, tell everything that was going on that, to. Though. Yeah. I, mean, I definitely did at that, that time. Yeah. So I wanted one so bad, but our computer was in my parents' bedroom. <laughs> uh, they really <laughs> had it on your parents' Yeah. Part, they but, really oh <laughs> yeah, made it hard. Yeah. Yeah, no, I the remember school like, computer it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like racing home to check. Oh AOL my god! Well, yeah, racing to home these. to be on instant messenger to talk to the friends that I was just at school with all day was like such a, mm-hmm. a late nineties. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. I'm convinced that that's why I'm like a really proficient typist. Like mm. I think all of us, like we all type really quickly because we had to. Because you couldn't keep up with the AIM conversation. Yeah, with like the nine chat windows. Yeah, you had to like, yeah, I'm like well, like a hacker in a movie. Just like I needed yeah. like a dual screen situation. But yeah. no, we just had our gigantic gateway laptop that mm-hmm. was like, that would like overheat after a while. And that's why I'm only an okay typewriter. Because I'd only get to do that like on Friday night at my friend's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And your friend probably was like, no, I'm driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when my friends would come over, they would like try to type something. I'm like, get out of the way, you yeah. rookie. <laughs> I'm in charge. Oh, that's awesome. So we're here to talk about summer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and not about... The worst it, time of the year. <laughs> yeah. Frankly, that's my take. Yeah, we are in <laughs> mid-August, Ugh, so we're kind of in the thick bad. of it. Yeah. Mid-August. Like, what a gross, sweaty time we all we're know in it's right bad. now. Yeah. But yeah. you've come to appreciate summer. I mean, you want to talk about summer I because you have, like, summer. a newfound love... Oh, that's good. ...for this disgusting season. I do love <laughs> it. I hate... But I don't, like, city summer... I mean, yes. that's yeah. not to say, God, I sound so pretentious. I don't like city summer. <laughs> I like country summer. Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I just went to uh, Northern Vermont and uh, in Montreal and stuff. So we, someone's French, you're French Canadian. I'm, mm-hmm. well, I'm French and Canadian. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not Quebecois, but I oh, was okay. born in Montreal. Okay. I don't know the distinction. The distinction. So. Yeah, that, that's the same okay, thing. So You're saying the same thing to me. I'm, right? Yeah. I, I do make this distinction because Quebecois have like a, they have a different accent and then they're also very snooty mm-hmm. about like, oh, we should all speak French, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. they're like, all right, you're just from Quebec. Yeah. Uh, my dad was from France. So I learned ah. French from like a French dialect and then yeah. my mom was US but like nobody was like a French Canadian in my family so Got I it. don't Okay. I get it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's lovely up there right now. Yes, it is. Yeah. Summer is a great time in Montreal. Were you there for just for laughs? No. Okay. <laughs> just just for myself. That's good. With my friends. <laughs> but we were I'm all the, com- for the Just <laughs> for Me festival. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we were calling it. We were like, oh, like just yeah. for just like, for us. Just for yeah, it was a, like and we were all comedians too who were like not a part of just for us. Just here for us. <laughs> You're with uh, Alex Song, right? Yeah. Okay, because when you mentioned the uh shrooms, yes. Uh I I saw, I was like, oh, is everybody streaming right now? Or were these two people streaming together? Together, I know, because she posted about it too. And then she wrote, she's like, I'm going to be talking about this at shows and everywhere. And I was like, me too. That's exactly what I'm trying to do right now. Yeah. So how was it? It was great. Best shroom trip of my life. I've never done shroom. I'm like really, I think I, I think I'm the kind of, I think I'm the person that would have a really bad trip. So I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm like. But then I think to myself, like, well, if I think I'm going to have a bad trip, that's going to make me have a bad trip, right? Yeah, like, it you might. Have to go in, like, like, but it, but I can't trick my brain into thinking I'm going to yeah. have a good trip. Maybe some I already, other time like, in I your argue life. with myself internally about it. I would like to try. Yeah, yeah. But it's just that's like, why that's why I haven't I don't tried know, it yet. Yeah. A lot of variables. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, because when when I was in college and I was in that kind of bad relationship, I was afraid mm-hmm. that if I went on shrooms, that a lot of like the uh, emotional abuse that I had been absorbing would like come out in mm-hmm. my shrooms and it would be like and a big like scary goblin yeah, chasing you yeah, down the street I thought it was yeah. just gonna be like <laughs> a little too overwhelming and then also um my my ex would have hated that I did shrooms without her and mm-hmm. no effing way was I gonna do shrooms with her yeah she probably mm-hmm. would have like <laughs> murdered me um so so I never done it but now I'm like in a good happy place yeah, totally. and I do want to yeah it's a but it's a matter of having the the time because that's oh, a yeah. long, the right environment too like the, you, the right environment but it, mm-hmm. it's like a long trip to, like, Th- that's like in the nature part. right or like yeah, yeah totally definitely not like in the city yeah this was my fifth, fifth time doing it and i would say i have it's 
been sort of unsuccessful in like having like the trip that I've always wanted mm-hmm. yeah. until now because one time I was upset with my partner when I did it in a group of people oh, so okay. that those feelings were like really like yeah. boiling over one time was like not enough one time it was too cold outside I was like <laughs> and I, could, I, was, I, would, I was too like, like the Goldilocks yeah. of like this time is just right <laughs> too, cold, too cold outside I mean I was tripping so hard I couldn't go in like into a indoor space like, um, like I couldn't go to a coffee shop because I couldn't act right. But, <laughs> but I was too cold in Prospect Park. So what do I do? I went into the coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the I, employees were like, uh, "Those are girl. I, that girl's definitely on shrooms in yeah. the corner, and she's freezing. She's, just, <laughs> she's been reading that she's flyer cold. Yeah. for three hours yeah. now. <laughs> she's touching everything. Yeah, all the fake plants. She's touched them." Uh, <laughs> Um, but this time was great. Like, yeah, uh, Alex was with me. I hope she doesn't mind me calling. No, of course she doesn't mind. But it was like <laughs> we were in a in a meadow in northern Vermont. Oh, um, wow. And it was sunset. And we just took the right amount. We were like, we're all like in our like, uh, she's in her mid-20s. But the, uh, me and Emily are in our early 30s. So like, you know, we like made sure we like we were like hydrated. Of and, course. Like, sure. Went yeah. to the bathroom. We had a bag. Yeah. Had some you granola know. bars just in case. We were you know? so prepped some hand sanitizer and I, band-aids i think it's important to feel responsible <laughs> yeah. enough to do drugs absolutely yeah. i need <laughs> i need to plan it ahead like yeah. i need a survival pack we had a survival pack um <laughs> i brought my dog but i tied her to my foot <laughs> with two leashes like, you're like a surfboard in the yeah. ocean like, <laughs> I was like, what if I, you know... Because the dog won't let you, won't let anything bad happen to you. Yeah, like, and also... But, her instinct is to protect you. Yeah, so. but my instinct might be to go look at that flower and drop her leash, so I have to tie her to my foot. Dogs are great because yeah. they're so loyal, but they're pretty... Sometimes they're dumb and they just run away, you know? Yeah, like they, yeah. They're like the most perfect... You know, they, they look at you and they're like, I love you so dearly and you mm-hmm. feed me and you shelter me. What's that? Yeah, and totally. I'm going to endanger my life by running away right now. And yeah. she's absolutely that dog. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Whenever I see people with dogs not on a leash, I'm like, how? Oh, I know. What's yeah. the secret? What yeah. do you do? Oh, my God. There's one in my neighborhood that's a Maltese that has pink ears. Like, oh. um, like, the, like the same pink as like your me? hair. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and it, they, this older guy walks around with this dog and they don't have a leash. And I don't know. It's just, it's really cute, but I want to know the secret. Yeah. I, I whisper that every time that dog like, is around. The <laughs> What's up with that? Is it the yeah. hair? <laughs> I love talking to dogs on the street. Mm-hmm. I always, I, I speak to them like I would speak to a person. Yeah. But I'm very, I'm like even more proper. I'm a very mm-hmm. formal version of myself when I see a dog. I just, hello, sir. Mm-hmm. I just keep walking like, it's the best. I love being like, hello. Yeah. To a dog and not acknowledging the human walking it because they don't care. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And when you're on shrooms, you're talking to everything. Oh my God, that'd be great. <laughs> And yeah. so, so how long does the trip last? This was seven hours. Whoa. So, okay. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't realize that, that it yeah. was like a longer experience. Okay. This was the longest I've ever had. Yeah. Um, yeah. But luckily we were super prepared. So yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> it was great. Because anytime I've had too much of a, of an edible, mm-hmm. oh God. I'm like, when uh, will this end? I'm like, I'm enjoying this, but I also need this to end within the next five minutes because yeah. I feel weird. <laughs> I did that. I did that. My, uh, I think I told the story before, but my, my old roommate and I, we were, we had like a, another roommate, roommate had moved out and he mm-hmm. had left some, some, just some crap everywhere. But anyway, we found this like, uh, 
decorative bowl type of thing. And I looked inside and there was a little chocolate bar in a, in a Ziploc bag. And I was like, what is this? And it turns out it was an edible. But I was inexperienced with edibles at the time. So mm. I mm-hmm. bit off a chunk that was like almost the size of like a, like a little fun size Hershey bar. Mm-hmm. Tear. I, sh- I, sh- I could have done with a fifth of that. Like, yeah, I was so high that I was I was conscious. I was sitting in a chair no TV on or anything. My roommate mm-hmm. and I both were just like, we were so stoned that we were just like sitting in the living room in silence, like kind of looking at each other and then just like kind of sitting there and smiling and just being like, yeah, like we were, we were both trying to keep it together. And I remember looking at my arms and just being like, okay, move them, like move the arms and the arms wouldn't move. Oh, that's but the so arms scary. were like separate from yeah. my bot. I was like, the arms need to move. And I was like, I was trying to like mentally get it to happen. Like that's how fucking high I was. And I was sitting there like, mm. ta- like negotiating with my arms to move. That's so, what happened that, to me with my legs. It's dangerous to yeah. do it. Like that's yeah. why edibles are great. I love them. But like a tiny bit will you do. Have, you really have to be careful. <laughs> yeah. You have to be smart. You have yeah. to have your hand sanitizer. All yeah. your things. <laughs> I did not have a, I didn't have like a go pack. I didn't have like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't have like a camelback of water and backup Pedialyte in case of dehydration. I'm such a mom with drugs. I actually also, I brought uh, edible brownies to this uh, Vermont trip and I was very much this trip like. This sounds awesome by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Super jealous of yeah. this trip. Yeah. We all kind of wanted a, a detox and I think we got it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but except we put poisons right. in our body. We're going to detox by going out and doing drugs in the woods. <laughs> yeah. And, and of course we drank. So yeah. yeah. And just like ate fried potatoes. So it yeah. was a good detox. Um, yeah. Very successful. Yeah. It was so good. But I had these little brownies that my friend bakes. Um, and, um, and I was just like, you guys, I've had plenty of them. I, I can take half, but you guys should take a quarter. Okay. And make sure, you know, I'm just like very nurturing with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know, you gotta be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the, when I went to Cirque du Soleil and I ate half of a gummy. Half is a lot for a gummy, depending on the... I had mm. never done the gummy before, oh, so I was great. like, oh, if I just have half, I'll be fine. And that was where I felt like I couldn't move my legs because <laughs> I had this sensation that I was holding something between my knees, but oh, I wasn't. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, my legs need to stay exactly where they are. <laughs> Because of whatever invisible force is in between right. them, I can't move them, and it was like three hours of that. Yeah, uh, so that was fun. But That's great. Did you enjoy the show? Oh, I did. But <laughs> I was like, Cirque du Soleil, but Super it was Stone a lot. Be yeah, pretty, it was be very cool. be kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. It was terrifying when it first started, and Cecilia, who did not partake, was mm-hmm. laughing at me because it hit me when we got to the seats <laughs> because we were at a we were in Vegas, we were at a buffet. I, yes. I ate a lot of stuff, and then we went to the show, and I sat down. And also then, jealous of this trip. And then, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, then that's it kicked in. Mm-hmm. You yeah. had me at Vegas Buffet. Uh-huh. It kicked in, and then all of what a sudden. What a fun time. Like, I picture you with, like, a pile of crab legs in front of you. <laughs> it was. It was a pile of crab legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then somebody just, like, hits a gong to, like, start the show, and it was as if maybe my head was the gong because I was like, whoa! <laughs> and like the look of like shock and wonder on my face and Cecilia's burst out oh, laughing. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, man. Anyway, back to summer. The, oh, yeah. Uh, summer is the official season of like fun drugs though. Yeah. You know? And gays. And gays. It's the gay yeah. season. It is a very have, gay season. You have Pride. You have like mm-hmm. Fire Island and P-Town. You also have the Summer Olympics every four years. Yep. True. All yeah, gay. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the Olympics are extremely gay. Yeah. The World Cup's pretty gay. 
the World Cup, the the yeah. Women's World Cup, which will be, be in two next years. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be great. Yes, it's going to be great. Uh, has anybody here ever done like the P Town Fire Island? No, I've never thing. been to yeah. Fire uh, Island or P Town. I'm so neither. Insanely jealous. Yeah. Every year yeah. I always say I'm going to go, and then now I feel like summer's almost over, and I'm not going to go. Yeah, I feel that way about Fire Island. Provincetown, I went to like, when I was 18, so I was like uh-huh. too too young to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, maybe 19. No, I was 19. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I can't call myself a gay in New York without having gone to uh, to P Town or Fire Island, though. I know no one's inviting me though. Exactly, it's rude. No <laughs> one has organized me. I'm like, this trip. Excuse me, I'm a um, lot of fun. Who? Why am I not getting invited to someone's beach house? Yeah, exactly. At this point, it's just it's. I know me off. I've never organized a big trip in our friend group, but who is going <laughs> to? <laughs> exactly. Part of me on the way over here is like, should next summer be like a diking out? Yes. Just invite past guests. Yeah. Whoever wants to we go should do a thing. and just take mm-hmm. over yeah. uh, Fire Island. Is Fire Island primarily like for gay men though? Is that, is it more, I think, isn't yes. it? I first heard about I it from my, mixed. yeah, I, okay. when I, I went to a, a theater conservatory school and our acting teacher who's a lesbian, like she had a place on Fire Island and talked about it all the time. Oh, okay. So I immediately associated it with her and her dogs. Mm. And then I learned it was like a it was like a hot gay man thing too. Yeah, yeah. So, right. yeah, I, I think it's just pretty gay all yeah. around. I have a thing. I'm anti New York beaches. Oh, I, um, I have a to very be fair, limited never experience been. with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, in their defense, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's a good assessment. <laughs> you have enough information to make this this assessment. Yeah. Like I know what kind of beach I, I mean, like. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't, don't know. Think it's a New I York went club. to Rockaway um, a couple months ago, and I liked it. I mean, I basically just went straight to Rippers and had burgers and beers. I and love like, Rippers. Isn't it fun? I love it. I spent $45 on a pair of swim trunks. Oh, my God. And I they're have, awesome. I have a Ripper's tank top, and I yeah. love it so much. Yeah. I look like trash in it, but I love it. What's, it's, is what is it Ripper's? It's just like a seaside? It's just, it's like a, yeah, it's like, yeah. It, it's a, it's, well, there's not really any walls. It's more of like a, it's it's an adult concession stand. It's like, they so, sell burgers and mm-hmm. fries and swim like. Swim trunks. The thing is that they're very strategic, like, I can't say strategic, but uh, they, yeah, <laughs> there we go. Um, you know, they're located in a way that they, they could do fine if they just served like bad food because yeah. there's like nothing for a long time. It's the but, only place to eat. Yeah. Like when you look around, you're like, this is it. This is so it. They're but, busy. They're, they chose to be good. They have yeah. good food. Oh, they didn't so, have to, but they did. Yeah, and that's what I really like about them. And I really love my tank top, and I like their yeah. swimsuits there too. Yeah, so. they sell merch, and but the mer- the merch is wildly overpriced. But I but, but, I but like you it. have to have it because like the branding is really cool. And yeah. When I went with my friend, she got a, a piece of clothing that I will be so jealous of to the day I die because they're sold out of it now. But a heather gray. Uh, like a light heather gray hoodie with this like wild like 90s looking shark logo that says rippers mm-hmm. across it it's yeah. like the best it's like it looks like almost like a save by the bell style it's yeah. awesome rippers is great yeah i love it's it so fun okay who's ready for a true story when i entered my mfa program this fall i knew i was going to have so little time for cooking so i wanted a solution that would let me have tasty healthy meals in a flash so that after class i could still have time and energy to be gay So I signed up for Factor, which ships you ready-to-eat meals that are chef-created and dietitian-approved. 
They're fresh, never frozen. So all you have to do is stick them in the microwave for two minutes and then they're nice and done. Um, the weekly menu has over 35 options. The salmon entrees are always my personal favorite, but they have um, a lot of things you can choose from, options for different dietary needs like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. They also have add-ons for when you don't need an entire meal. Um, I tried some good cookies and some jerky. Uh, no prep, no mess. And when I looked into it financially, which was one of my main concerns, it was actually less expensive than uh, takeout and honestly really close to the cost of buying ingredients at the grocery store down my block in New York City. Uh, and then I saved a lot of time. So to me, it was definitely worth it. Did I mention that the meals are also really delicious? Like I've yet to try one that I didn't like. So if that sounds good to you, I think you should give it a try too. Head to factormeals.com slash dykingout50 and use code dykingout50 to get 50% off. That's code dykingout50 at factormeals.com slash dykingout50 to get 50% off. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. I um I'm trying to be a surfer, so oh, cool. I yeah. like um, I bought a surfboard this summer. You're or, leaning into summer big time. I, yeah, as disgusting as it is, I thrive. <laughs> <laughs> I do not thrive. Oh my god, L- Long Island. There, there's a lot of surfer people who surf off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I say try, I mean okay. I have invested money in <laughs> taking classes. Yeah. I bought the gear. I went. I did a surf camp in Nicaragua this winter. Whoa! So Whoa. I was like, "You are leaning in." That's I'm great. Le- I'm leaning in hard, and it was amazing. Um, so I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it this summer." I have yet to actually get on the board by myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I mean, that that's a lot of groundwork. It's an activity that there. looks to me like 
Oh, that would be easy. And then you go to do it, and it's like absolutely not easy. It looks very hard. I love boogie boarding, which you might think that that's for 10 year olds, but adults. Well, I like any version of a sport where I like any sport where there's an option to just lay down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The surfing is cool like that. They're like, listen, it's not for everyone. You can just lay. Yeah. My favorite part is the sitting part where we all look at the waves. That's my favorite part. (laughs) And wait for one to come. Yeah. I just want to chat, and everyone's trying to catch a wave, and I'm just like, I don't know. Guys, I, I, I like what we're doing right now. Yeah, this is I great. like this surfing. Yeah, when the, when the waves come, I'm just like, oh, no, we have to work now? Uh, See, that's the reason I don't go to New York beaches, because I love water, and yeah, the water kind of, I, I mean, it's going to be too cold, and, and I'm a wussy mm-hmm. about that, but mm-hmm. I love, like, waves, I love the ocean so much. I think I would like surfing, but I just know, like, unless I move somewhere that's, like on the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a wild difference between like a California beach and oh, yeah. New York. I mean the, the waves in the Pacific, like yeah. when I went to Hawaii, oh my the, God. the surfing was insane yeah. and also so fun to watch. I have never yeah. actually gone into the water at a, at a, like an ocean. I'm, I have, I've, I'm not, uh, Nebraska. I am. Yeah. I'm from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. I'm six feet tall. My bones are made of lead. Like I am built like a Sequoia. I will, I just, I'm, I, I can swim. I'm not saying I can't swim, mm-hmm. but I, I don't, I don't trust myself enough as a swimmer to not just drown like, uh-huh. in the ocean. So if, if, and when I do go, I, I'm, I'm like knee deep is about as, as far as I think I'll go. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm afraid of like rip, like undertow and riptides and all those scary things. Yeah. I don't even know how they work, but I'm just like, no, that's what's going to kill me for sure. The ocean is very scary and well, so it really is. will be yeah. the end it's of humanity. Like, it's, it's rising. Yeah. It's coming to get us. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. it's a bad bitch, man. Yeah. The yeah. ocean I respect it. kicked my ass so many times every yeah. summer. Like at any time I visit the ocean because I will go in and then I like let it kick my ass and I'm like, Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, I learned again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One time I did go in the ocean in Mexico. Um, my mom took us there. My she took my sister and I there, and I was I think I was like nineteen or twenty, and my sister was like fourteen, and we went uh, parasailing, and so we go out in this boat, and uh, it's it's not one the ones where you are like strapped in like it looks like a parachute where your feet are dangling down. This was oh. like a this was weird. I should I mean. Okay, so it started weirdly. (laughs) This was a. It looks. It's shaped like a park bench. Like you just two people sit on it, Mm -hmm. and then there's um, just a little flimsy rope in front of you, and then it you know it lifts up so you're both on this like chair thing, but you're not strapped into anything. And I figured out why. So I mean, obviously you have life vests on. So we go up, and there's like my mom. I can see my mom. You know, she's an inch tall because we're really far up, and there's a few other people on the boat that are waiting their turn. And we went first. And this is a somewhat windy day. And all of a sudden I feel like I felt it first. And then I heard a snap and the rope snapped the one that we were attached to. Dang. And all of a sudden we just like, I felt gravity all like this, this, this big bench thing that we were on. We didn't crash into the water, but we definitely descended really quickly into the water, into the ocean. And my sister and mm-hmm. I are just dangling in the water, like Oof. there's, you know, the water's kind of crashing around us, and it's like warm seawater. And my first thought was like, "Oh, it was sharks for sure." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the boat comes back around, and I can hear my mother screaming at the people on the boat that, like, she because she just watched us fall into the ocean yeah. from like 150 feet in the air. 
It was wild. Yeah, wow. that's, that's. I mean, we were fine. We weren't hurt or anything, but yeah. it was like that's that is my only experience with ocean water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that stuff is traumatizing. <laughs> oh my god, it was crazy. I because I was like, okay, I put on like my disaster mode, like everything's fine because it took fucking forever for the boat to come back around. Sure. So there was like it was a good like ten minutes of us just kind of bobbing in the in the middle of the ocean, and my sister was like. Yeah, of course she's freaking out. She's like 14. She's like, are there sharks? And I was like, no, there's no sharks. And in my head, I'm like, shark, shark, shark. Definitely sharks. Yeah. Everywhere sharks. Were either of you menstruating? No, okay. no, thank mm-hmm. God. <laughs> Just to, That would have attracted yeah. them and yeah. they would be dead. Uh, yeah, that was fucking crazy, though. I thought it was kind of funny. Like, I was like, this wasn't that bad. And my mom was just livid. Yeah. We definitely got a refund. She nice. was definitely, she's not a, uh, can I speak to your manager kind of lady, but she was, she wanted to speak to a manager. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I remember they, we went into the, the, like the gift shop and they were just like, have whatever you want. <laughs> so, yeah. We lost our flip flops and everything in the water. So we got new shit out of the deal. It was great. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so yeah, that was, I don't think I'll ever go. I might go parasailing again, but I probably won't. Because that was like a little crazy. Is scuba so scuba diving? Scuba is diving ab- is out, absolutely out of the question, <laughs> off the table. Okay. Will not do it. I would love to scuba dive, except Ugh. again, all the the creatures steps required to to do it. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, a lot I, of work. and I just think like I would get stung by a jellyfish or something. Like that's just gonna happen. Yeah, I uh, I did it, and if you go to a certain country, um, I went to Thailand, and uh, like I was able to do it within a day. Okay, yeah. Maybe that's uh, what I cool. need to do. But, I, I wanted to do it in Hawaii, but then we're like, this is going to eat up too much of our time because they have a whole thing where you do uh, scuba diving with the with the manta rays. Oh. That'd be fun. Yeah. Ooh. Crazy, though. Yeah. yeah. You, you go at night and they like Whoa. shine a light what? and then it's just like tons Oh, my God. Of them. Night I don't, scuba diving? I don't think diving? I want to do yeah. that. That's no crazy. way. No, I hear, I, it, I hear it's the, it's, I'm sure it's it's the best thing. Yeah, but yeah. we just went snorkeling. But Thailand... Yeah, so I like I have a um, so I actually have like this like little tattoo story here. It says "fearless" on my um on my wrist in Morse mm-hmm. code because I I was gonna say in very tiny. I was like, wow, very I can barely read that. And my eyes just tear. And I also just oh, realized dots. that I don't even like need it to say like I have a tattoo for this story. I could have just like told the story, but <laughs> I had to brag <laughs> that I did. When I was a kid, we were in Thailand, my family's Thai, and we were snorkeling, and this woman went into the area that she shouldn't have, and she started to get stung by sea urchins, and my dad was nearby, and he went to go, like, help her out, and she pulled him down, and then he got stung really badly by sea urchins, and so I saw his body pulled up onto the boat, and it was all, like, bloody and stung and stuff, and so it really freaked me out about about the ocean. I was yeah. like 10, 11 years old. So in when I was 26, I went back to Thailand. I went to the same place, to the same island by myself. And I went scuba diving at the same place because I knew that this is the place that I started to be scared about the ocean. Mm-hmm. And you and, needed to like, seek revenge for your dad. And yeah. then I went down there and I killed every fucking sea <laughs> urchin I could find. <laughs> I pulled out their stings and I put it in my teeth. Um, no, you have a mask now I wear them. That's what this necklace is. Yeah, I wear them around my neck now. Yeah. I was, I was yeah, asking you why you had a bunch of, of sea urchin shriveled up corpses hanging around mm-hmm. your neck in a necklace. Yeah, I take them down. Any any creature that wrongs me goes down. Um, actually, I did the complete opposite. I drank a lot the night before, and I was really hungover. <laughs> so it was really hard to pass the scuba diving test that day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, great. Oh, no. Scuba's off the table. I uh, I can do like, I can do still bodies of water, like lakes. Mm-hmm. Those are fun to me. 
Um, Even the lakes are just as dangerous. See, I don't like lakes. You can't see the, the water. Like, yeah, they, bugs. they have oh, a lot totally. of bugs and like leeches and. Yeah, mm. I guess it is pretty terrifying. And I just also, can't there are a lot of, you know, spooky things about lakes. I feel like there's well, there's like water snakes are kind of gross. Yeah, oh, water snakes. They they like float along yeah. the top. Yeah, yeah. And they're very like you always see one like out of the corner of your eye, and then you turn and they're it's fast. gone. Yeah, yeah. And I know there are like dead bodies in every uh, body of water mm-hmm. but in lakes I feel like the ratio of dead body to oh, water yeah. is higher than other it's bodies mostly of water. dead bodies so. I, would, yeah. I would never throw my dead body into a lake I would throw it into oh, the I ocean would. where it could move around a little bit but sometimes would you don't do, have well an you ocean. have to because oh, okay. if you yeah if you're a murderer in an inland state then you'd have to go to a lake and also a lake would be perfect because you could just mm-hmm. wait it and then it would sink to the bottom whereas in the ocean it's eventually going to wash up to shore and then they have evidence to convict you. Okay. So, smart. yeah. Our listeners are really getting a lot of information yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, that's is, smart. This is a, this is a, a useful, a useful this episode. This is mm-hmm. summer information you need. Like, yeah. If you're going to be in a lake, you got to watch out for dead bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I am convinced that there are piles of them at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Of like the lost city of Atlantis down there is just like <laughs> a bunch of these, like a metropolis of piles of bodies underwater. I don't know <laughs> what gave me that idea, whether it was like a Stephen King novel or, or what. <laughs> But I just growing up was convinced that every lake was just full of corpses. <laughs> I think there's like a Goosebumps book that where there's maybe just corpses oh, that's coming out of the lake. lake. That's Corpse what it lake. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, R.L. Stein. He got us. <laughs> that was probably it. Um, <laughs> I, if it's not, if it's okay. Yeah. Uh, to just come back to this shroom trip real quick. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, please. We yeah. left it like 45 minutes ago. But on my shroom trip, I was just really just being like, these women, you know, like yeah, I, yeah. I was so like I, fully into the coven. Like this is, yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. I have a, a implant, like a birth control stick in my arm. So I haven't had a period in like a couple of years. And, um, I was kind of bragging about that. <laughs> yeah. Then, I would brag about that all the time. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but they were both having periods and their periods pulled mine. Like, cause my, I have a, like a, definitely like a, like a beta yeah. period. Um, so they like uh, made me have a period for like the first time in like two years. And this was happening on the shroom trip. And I was also just so like, I was laying on the ground like you do when you're on shrooms, uh-huh. um, in this meadow. And I had this like feeling of like, I was crying cause we were laughing so hard and I was bleeding and I did, I was being really gross and I didn't have anything. And I was just crying and bleeding into the ground. And it was so magical. That is it does sound magical. magical. Oh I my God. It. Amazing. And I, 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 like, I told them, I was just like, you might see blood, but whatever. <laughs> like, you guys I, like you. You guys were like the girls in the craft. Like, yeah, I know. Together. That's like, what I'm picturing. I, this is like I was the best wear- craft reboot ever. I was wearing a huge star straw hat yeah. too. I really yes. was owning it. That's amazing. And I, we also danced in the rain later at night. So. You basically you just did so much witchcraft in one weekend. I know. Weekend I really want to free bleed yeah. uh, in a field with witches. Yeah, was, that's a new. This remake of the Crucible is awesome. <laughs> that's why I had to bring it back. I was like, I just can't miss like the best part no, of it. Thank you. That I is the best. Oh my god, that's yeah, amazing. I really appreciate you sharing that because yeah. God, it women just are gets like better literal yeah. magician. Like we're actual witches. It's yeah. amazing. I think women especially should take at least one day off a year to go lay outside and bleed on the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can quote yeah. me on that. That's, yeah. I mean, now we have an episode title. There we go. I think. <laughs> now we're going to change. It's no longer summer. Mm-hmm. It's bleeded bleeding outdoors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> go free bleed in the outdoors. It will, 
I know. Why don't we make that just the whole topic? I think right. we could do an hour on mm. free bleeding. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've recently started wearing Thinks. Oh, okay. And I love it. Okay. Nice. I have yet to try. It's so nice not to have cotton. Yeah. Like a situation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just very nice to just. Yeah. To have like underwear. that, yeah. I, I don't know. I've I heard that one. they they feel so. Do they, it doesn't feel like a diaper at all. It, no, no, it doesn't feel like a diaper. It feels like you're wearing bathing suit bottoms. Like that's kind of mm. the consistency oh, okay. of the material. Yeah, but they're honestly they they are very comfortable. And the only thing is that they're expensive. But then you know if you're using them, mm-hmm. like they seem pretty durable. You'd get a good use out of them. Yeah, and they have sales occasionally. I don't mm. know. I recommend we should get them as a sponsor. I was going to say, I yeah. shoot, definitely want them to I'm sponsor sold, this yeah. for sure. I want one. I'll, yeah. I'll cut this out of the episode and send it to them and be like, I'll edit this back in if you yeah. sponsor. <laughs> and they're like, who are you? <laughs> I will buy a pair if they start sponsoring you. Oh, I'll yeah. Good. I'll okay, right great. Now. Yeah. I'll do it too. Yeah, I only We're bleed like it. every two years, but I will yeah. <laughs> have one pair. <laughs> You'll be ready for when I yeah. Put those in your survival pack. For yeah. Some yeah. Shrooms. That always makes me think of the, uh, SNL sketch that Tina Fey was in that was about the the birth control that like you only have your period once a year and it's like but when it comes hold on to your fucking head oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it'll hit you <laughs> I thought about that because I'm like I instead of having it for like four days every month and forever what if I just had it if I got the option like if they send you something in the mail and you just check the box you want and you send it back it's like a subscription where I just get it really like I just have it for one month straight, like a month of like really intense terribleness. And then I'm good for the whole year. You know, it's like renter's insurance. You pay for all at once for the whole year rather than monthly installments. Ooh, I would no, love that. that. Sounds like yeah, the worst month. month ever. Yeah. But I don't know. What I a great 11 months yeah. after that though. You know, if it was like I a month for your whole life, I could do it, but yeah. a month for the year, I feel like you don't think it's so? not a good trade. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a great trade. Uh, well, good thing it can't happen. <laughs> Yeah, they, that form uh, <laughs> yeah. got lost in the mail. <laughs> so how how do summers compare for you as an adult versus a kid? Because Ugh. obviously being mm. a kid is awesome mm-hmm. because you have no responsibilities in summers for like a lot of kids are camps or mm-hmm. uh, for me it was summer jobs, which I <laughs> enjoy yeah. working because I couldn't grow I had a summer enough. job at a pool. It was fun. Yeah? Yeah. I was, uh, I, but not I was a lifeguard. Not a, no, I was mm. not a lifeguard. No, the pretty popular girls were lifeguards. Yeah. I was what was called a park attendant. That was my role. You weren't even by the pool? No, I was like sweeping garbage. Was I'm like, so sorry. <laughs> it was actually a really... <laughs> I was going to ask if you stocked the vending machine. I mean, basically, I worked the concession stand. Yeah. Like, I was I was the support staff. Like, mm-hmm. the lifeguards were the cool girls, the cool, tan, mean girls. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like this nerd in like these super dikey khaki shorts with a polo tucked in yes. and a visor. Like, I mean, if, if I wasn't telegraphing my sexuality and I didn't have to mm. wear that, I chose to wear that to work. <laughs> and we well, need pictures so, of that. Yeah, I, pictures, I know. I wish I had. Please. Yeah. And, uh, Sarah's yeah, mom. So, like, send yeah. pictures. <laughs> so I was like, I was, we were the ones who like rotated around the park doing various things. So like I, at one point I would go to the station where I was like sitting on that high chair and, 
waving the kids down the water slide like I would tell them when it was okay mm-hmm. to go. That's some power. Yeah, you would just yeah. I tell you felt like you like owned the whole place because mm-hmm. you were literally at Towering. the top of the <laughs> tower, tower looking down on all your minions, but and waiting for some like some seventeen year old lifeguard who like wasn't even paying attention to just put his his thumbs up, and that was the extent of like the safety. Like we were we were yep. the. the <laughs> We were the only thing between these kids and death. You know, it's so... <laughs> Two con- apathetic teenagers. It's so consistent because lifeguards are still hot 17-year-olds. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> just like what they do. Yeah, at McCarran Park Pool, still hot yeah. 17-year-olds. And they're just, they just, they're not paying attention. They don't care. Yeah. Because they're just like, I'm here for my tan yeah. and they that's it. only pay attention when they tell me to swim faster because <laughs> I, I go... Well, I went last summer, not this summer, because <laughs> I've gone to lap. That's rude. I know. I've gone to lap swim in the morning and uh-huh. in the evening. Yeah. And they have like, you know, these laps and stuff. And I was swimming for the first time. And I'm really, I, even though I love the water and I obviously like to be outside, like I'm afraid to put like my head in the water, like mm-hmm. a lot. So I was like swimming out in a diagonal and going very slow. And they were whistling at me. <laughs> To swim faster, or they told me to stop and go, like, just get out of the pool. Like, and I was like, it's so rude. That's really, really not cool. I That's know. really Don't rude. Do they have a slow lane? Yeah, they made a they Then they, they were like, Yeah, oh, now we, they do. Yeah, they, ha- they have a slow lane. <laughs> and it's just me and like 65 plus. <laughs> The slow lane Those is whatever lane people. you choose yeah. that day. Yeah. Because like the people that choose to swim at 7 a.m. are a certain type of people who swim fast. Uh, yeah. Or 65-year-olds are, yeah, right. myself. 65-year-olds yeah. who have been up for three hours mm-hmm. and they're just – this is like leisure for them. Yeah. And, you know, the, the moderate exercise that they have to get every day. Or like your serious workout people yeah. who have to like go to work after or something. Yeah, and make a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Cecilia had that same experience at the Chelsea Recreation Center. She signed up because she's like, oh, they have a pool and I like mm-hmm. to swim. And she went in the slow lane, but they were still like, are you okay? And kept, like, people were <laughs> checking on her. And she's like, it's just my first time swimming laps in a while. Like, get off my back, people. Yeah. And they're so they, rude. Yeah, they all made her feel so bad about it. She never went again. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, what a bummer. You know, like New York City, like I say I hate summer in New York City. They they try so hard to make it nice by having all these free really events do. and stuff. They do. They, but, try to, they try to make us happy. Yeah. They, the pools are pretty. I like the McCarran Park pool a lot. I actually was really surprised with the quality of it. Yeah. yeah. I go to concerts in Prospect Park. I see yeah. movies like I in, in the park when I'm, I'm not saying inside. Sure. But um, yeah. Yeah. They really try. And I, I take advantage of it. Yeah. So. That's cool. I wish I feel like I don't take it. I spend half the summer in basements telling jokes. Yeah. So yeah. I don't even know yeah. what season it is when I emerge. It's yeah. like a, a vampire coming out. I just uh, I'm just not built for the heat at all. Yeah. I'm like mm-hmm. an aging boxer, like an old like an old dog on the street and you're just like, "Oh, somebody get that Somebody get a bowl of water and put her inside. <laughs> Dogs on a hot day feel so bad. I know. Bad. I do feel bad for them. Their paws. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, yes, people don't know that. You're supposed to put the little the little rubber things on their feet in the mm-hmm. summer. I've seen people do that. Pavement, yeah, because yeah. the pavement's too hot. I put um this I I sound like such a hippie this entire episode, but I put hemp wax on my dog's paws. Oh, you just sound gay. Yeah, yeah, I just, yeah. yeah, yeah You're that's, just really leaning into your queerness yeah, with these I, statements. I, yeah. I put I massage hemp wax into my dog's paws. Her name yeah. is Jay. Who among and, us? Yeah. And um, it's moisturized and it's good for the environment. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's no, a good I don't, tip. It's I don't actually don't think it's good for the environment. I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure it is. Hemp. 
Yeah. That sounds, yeah. it sounds very natural and fun. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Mm. August is hard for me. I think maybe because I'm French that my body just thinks I should not be working. So every, <laughs> everything, yeah. I, I'm so jealous of Europeans that they just oh, all yeah. take the month of it's, August off because that that's what I miss from my childhood is just that time to kind of recoup, regather. Like, mm-hmm. how, mu- how much did you grow over the summer? You oh, know, yeah. just having mm-hmm. that time to yourself yeah. from from year to year to really like process everything that's happened. Yeah. I, you kind of need, like, as an adult, I don't think that need goes away. And Europe, they figured that out years ago. Yeah. yeah. And not not because they haven't let capitalism completely take over yeah. every single aspect of their lives like we do. Yeah. Um, when I, I remember being a kid in, in the summer and just never, ever wearing anything but a bathing suit. Like, yes. I feel like that was just like, I grew up in the Midwest and like, I would, I remember I would wake up in the morning, like wolf down a bowl of cereal or something and then just run out the front door. Wasn't and then so it was, yeah. And like, we just didn't have, and like, like run, I didn't have any, I didn't have a wallet. Like, I didn't have any money, you know, yeah. I just like went out. <laughs> yeah. I'm here and no shoes, like never a pair of shoes on my feet. And just running around drinking water from the hose in the backyard mm-hmm, yeah. and then having to be like forced to come inside at night. I loved biking around like I owned the neighborhood. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No hands, just like lollipop in my mouth. Yeah. Just like- <laughs> oh my God. When I when we we would ride our bikes and like looking back, I cannot believe I didn't get in a horrific accident. Me because too. we would purposely go to the top of this. It wasn't it, it was an incline like it wasn't a hill, but it definitely like sloped downward and it, and it was a curved street. So like, well, first of all, we shouldn't have been on that street anyway in our bikes going down because people would come around the corner on their car and we would have no way to stop. Oh, but we would, we would go, we would start at the top and go all the way down and then, and see who could ride around the curve with no hands. And that was like our entertainment. We would just do it over and over again and somehow never got hit by a car or never fell or like. I don't know. I just look back on those times like I cannot believe I didn't die when I was a kid. When you're a kid, you're like so fearless. I yeah. Mean, I mean, there are times that I, when I was like really anxious and scared for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like sometimes you were just so dumbly fearless. Oh my God. It was so dumb. It makes me very nervous about having children remembering how fearless I was. Yeah. That I was like, no, it's okay. Or like I'll just jump off of this ridiculously high surface, you know, yeah, like yeah. we would Ch- just do jumping the off things. Shit. Yeah. And coming it's up so with appealing like, when you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Now I'm like, Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm like my knee. <laughs> we used to, I lived, I lived at the bottom of a very steep hill and in the winter when we'd have snow days, cause we would have like these big, like ice nice. storms. We would start at the top of the hill on our sleds and we would just go on in the middle of the street all and sled down the hill with no there was no, there was no plan to stop. It was just like, yeah, yeah. it'll eventually stop. But we went straight through an intersection and we would just do that all day. And there's cars, but we just oh, never, dang. we never planned ahead for the cars. We were just like, well, here we go. Yeah. I'm 10 years old. Like, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I guess yeah. the backup was, plan is to jump off the sled. Yeah. Like that would have been like tuck and roll off the yeah. sled. <laughs> that that would have been our plan. Oh man, that was fun. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Like Midwestern childhoods in particular are just full of like, Memories like that that I kind of cherish, but I'm also like, what the where the hell were my parents? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I uh, miss it. Now we're just adults. Yeah, mm. I really do agree that I think that we should have August off. I yeah. Think. I mean, what would we? I I don't know. Like, what would I do though? I don't know. I don't even like. I guess travel, but ugh, I don't know. I can't imagine taking time off. I think that's just because 
capitalism has tricked my brain into being like, well, there, where's the money? Like, you know, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. But I, that is something from European culture that I wish we'd embrace, but we never will. Yeah. I mean, my day job is good enough in mm-hmm. terms of paid time off that I could just sit on all of my days and oh, true. Yeah. Uh, take off most of August yeah. <laughs> if I yeah. wanted to. And maybe I should just try that. But then, no, oh, man. The rest of the year. Whatever. Yeah, the rest of the year would be. That'd be rough. Yeah. Hard. I'd rather take time off in the winter. I don't know. I just, I really hate going outside in the winter, too. So I feel like that would be a good time to, like, go off somewhere, you know? I know. It's hard. Winter and summer are expensive times for travel, though. Yeah. Yeah. But. Mm. I think for me, even though as disgusting as it is, I... Um, I just like need the sun. I'm like one of those mm-hmm. people with a yeah. sun lamp in the winter. I okay. like so I'm just like a solar panel, and I just need to be outside <laughs> and get my energy. So summer is like why I'm like outside so much. Yeah, that's great. As disgusting as it is, and you biked here today into the city. Mm-hmm. That's remarkable I, to me. I walked my dog this morning, and I was just like, "Am I going to bike or take the subway?" And then I was just like, "No, this is biking weather." <laughs> totally felt very like I like got a like a breeze, and I was just like, "No, must bike today." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, thankfully it it rained. Well, there's been so much rain this summer, it's, which has uh, been a little bit of a bummer. It's a swamp. Yeah. Speaking of the sun, it's my natural enemy as <laughs> a as a white woman. Yeah. I, as a fair skin, yeah. freckle face, uh, <laughs> like cannot tan. I, I can't tan. So the summer, I'm just like, oh, I have to spend, you know, mm-hmm. $40 on sunblock again. Mm-hmm. I know. I need to like, I like dip it, my whole I body do, in I do it. like the sun, but, but as a kid, I think I was like traumatized from constant sunburn. And yeah. I used to want to live in London when I was a kid because I was like, oh, somewhere that's like overcast and gray all the time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't have to be scared of the sun anymore. But now I want to live in LA because I'm like, oh no, New York's not enough sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to get horrific sunbirds when I was a kid. Yeah. Just would never put sunscreen on. Mm-hmm. That's uh, probably not good long, long term. No. I tan and I still go crazy on sunscreen. Yeah. I like Good at, for you. At the beginning of So the, responsible. Uh, th- thank I you. I'm a mom again. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I babysit and one of the parents was like, make sure you put sunscreen on my kid. And I was like, do you not know me? I'm sunscreen queen. Yeah. I order a big six pack of it at the beginning of summer. Yeah. I have it in every bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Get a grip. Yeah. yeah. No. no, you're doing the right thing as a parent when you tell someone to put sunscreen on their kid, but yeah. All right. So as much as it's been fun talking about summer, we need to wrap up this episode. So we're going to go to a listener question. This listener said that since coming to accept her sexuality, she's had a few dating prospects, but she thinks they weren't attracted to her because of her weight. So she mm. wants to know if being overweight is a huge turnoff or is she just picking the wrong people? You're picking the wrong people. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Good. Because there's absolutely nothing like wrong with you. It's, yeah. it's it and that and that goes for like any other factor. Like am I too this? Am I not enough that? It's a hundred percent the wrong people. Yes. Like you will find the right one. Yeah. You're yeah. just gonna have to like just like dating is you just gotta cast a wide net. Like there's yeah. a lot of people out there and the more confident you are, the more that's going to attract the right person. I was going to say, the, the more you love yourself and the happier you are with yourself, mm-hmm. that will show. I know people of all different sizes who are wildly attractive, mm-hmm. and a lot of that has to do with their confidence Absolutely. and, and so, how yeah. happy of a person they seem. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and, yeah, you're picking the wrong people. And if you change on this issue, uh, or like on this issue, sorry, but if you change on this, then it will be something else. You'll always yeah. have to change for people. You should really just yeah. try to be as comfortable and like 
with who you are. Yeah. Love yourself. Because you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Aw. Mm-hmm. How nice. Yeah. You're beautiful. Everyone's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. We're all beautiful. We're all beautiful <laughs> creatures who yeah. don't have to send fa- fake pictures of yeah. themselves to mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, being a teenager. Yeah. Uh, go, go in a field with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> Just go bleed into the yeah, earth. Yeah. You'll, you'll feel good. <laughs> <laughs> you're beautiful. <laughs> Nicole, where can people find you on social media or anything you want to plug? Yes. Oh, your um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I just like six days ago started this uh, food Instagram account called Nikki's Meal Deals because I love food so much and I love finding deals and all my friends always ask me about like places to eat and I was just like, let me just document this for friends. So Nikki's Meal Deals and then also like my normal stuff on like my normal handle is at Nicole Pasquale on Twitter and Instagram and all that jazz. Cool, cool. And we'll tag you when we put this up so people can find you easily. Um, For any new listeners, if you love our theme song and you're wondering who who wrote that, it's a band out of Portland called There Is No Mountain. So you can look them up and support them, uh, buy their music, go see their shows if you're in the uh, Pacific Northwest because they perform pretty regularly there and other places. And you can follow us at Diking Out on everything. If you have a question, reach out to us, dykingout at gmail.com. Go to our new website, dykingout.com. Support us on Patreon. Patreon slash Diking Out. (laughs) How many times can I say Diking Out? Diking Out. Diking Out. Uh, Thank you for diking out with us today (laughs) and dike out with us next week. Dike out. out. (laughs) Dike out. probably heard the name Mary Queen of Scots and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like for instance did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language in my podcast vulgar history we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part mini-series about the fascinating life of Mary Queen of Scots Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.